What's your biggest concern? What keeps you up at night politically? Well, the thing that keeps me uh, wide awake are the misinformation efforts that are underway uh, throughout this campaign. I've heard so much from people who seem to feel uh, that everything they see or hear has some substance to them. And so that's the thing that keeps me up. Uh, That's what keeps him up at night. Uh, People he talks to said that they hear things that have substance to them, and that keeps him up at night because their brains are no good, these people. That's right, these people. So what is it? You know, we need more censorship, which is what James Clyburn is calling for there. The left loves censorship. They love to crush free speech. They despise any information that goes public if it conflicts with their, what is it, uh, Michael, a fascist party line. Total information dominance or nothing at all. Not the brightest bunch, but they're smart enough to be corrupt. And corrupt they are. James Clyburn is corrupt. Rashida Tlaib is a genocidal jihadi and a Democrat in good standing with the Democrat Party and the American news media. Since, you know, there is very little daylight between the two. No discernible daylight, as a matter of fact. Well, happy Monday to you and happy President's Day. It's a holiday for, uh, for some. We come in on holidays because, you know, this is more fun than staying at home and uh, just having a banana. This is, uh, this is much better. So we come in to do a radio show, and then later on I'll do a television show too because it may be President's Day, but news never stops. That's, uh, I learned that at home as a child. News never stops. And it's true. It does never stop. And boy, now it never stops like never before. Just extraordinary stuff. We've got uh, somebody that you see, Tucker Carlson, did an interview that was released over the weekend on Al Gore's amazing internet, peace be upon him, with uh, a, um, a smart person who's an expert on the matter of uh, censorship and how the left, and in the United States, that's today's Democrat Party. They're the radical left. They're the extreme left. They're fascists, and and they would destroy free speech like that. That's me snapping my fingers. Like that, they would destroy free speech in America. Uh, and they're uh, you know, doing a pretty good job of doing that worldwide. And it turns out that the government has been in bed going way back with Silicon Valley, going back to the creation of Google and, and uh, hey, how's this search engine going to work? And how can our intelligence community in the United States get involved to corrupt everything? Because it's not enough just to corrupt our presidential elections for the the U.S. intelligence community. You know, we pay them to uh, to tamper in and to meddle in the elections of you know, countries like Iran and Venezuela, places like that, Russia even, but not the United States. Turns out the only place they've really met with a lot of success is corrupting elections in the United States. Just uh, 2012 and 2016 and 2020, but now it's 2024 And since they've been able to do this consequence-free, I think we can bank on more of that this time around. Amazing stuff. Also, plenty, plenty more. NBC fake news gang of Democrat Party bootlicks given a tongue bath 
to the Democrat Party and Joe Biden. Can you imagine they want to give a tongue bath to Joe Biden? Can you imagine such a thing? Try not to, please. Especially if you're driving. You don't want uh, that imagery flashing through. So national security experts criticize Biden's handling of classified documents. Oh, no, that's terrible. It really is time. Who is it uh, that, uh, oh, it's uh, Ezra Klein, a radical left-wing extremist bootleg with the New York Times, saying that it's time for Joe Biden to step down. Joe Biden needs to step down. Ezra's the better part of a year behind me, but he's not very bright. He probably went to Harvard, but never mind that. Ezra Klein urges Biden to drop out before it's too late. And uh, I think that's probably good advice for the for the better, betterment of humankind. So we've got that. And I told you last week that the Washington Post explained that it was Trump's fault. Now, I could just stop there because whatever it is, it's Trump's fault. It was Trump's fault that the radical Islamic jihadi group Hamas, fully supported by the Democrat Party in their genocidal anti-Semitism. Democrat Party is all in with genocide against the Jews. That's your Democrat Party. Soon there are going to be rail spurs and Sophie's Choice on uh, train platforms all over the place. But uh, it was, according to the Washington Post, Trump's fault that Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th. Why? Well, I, I, I shared it with you last week. The, uh, the Washington Post explained because Trump had three peace deals between Israel and Arab nations that really infuriated Hamas, and they had no choice but to try to commit genocide and murder and rape and mutilate and cut those people to pieces and kidnap people. And, and, uh, you know, the, and the Democrats fully support that. And Rashida Tlaib last week voted present when asked whether she condemned the idea of using rape and sexual violence and sexual mutilation as a weapon of war. And she's like, yeah, uh, she's in favor of it. So, and she's okay. She's good with that. Well, today, something else is Trump's fault. You're never going to guess what it is. What's Trump's fault today? Wait till you, wait till you hear. It's uh, something you might not think of, but I've, uh, I've got what is uh, We should just have a category every day. Uh, today, what's Trump's fault today? The, head, the headline should be. And I'll uh, share the latest ridiculous, just uh, absolutely amazingly ridiculous, um, you know, Democrat Party propaganda. This is what they do when they're, they're like children on LSD with guns in their hands. Uh, the whole Democrat Party. It's amazing stuff. But uh, everything's Trump's fault, and today's edition is no exception. Amazing stuff. And here you go, the Los Angeles Times experts. The Los Angeles Times uh, contacted experts. They know experts, and they call them on the phone and stuff. Experts rank Biden among the best presidents ever. He's one of the best presidents in the history of the country, according to the Los Angeles Times. And they contacted contacted experts who were also doing LSD and were huddled in corners of dark rooms with guns in their mouths. I think Biden is one of the best presidents ever. Honestly, it's we played the clip last week from the Manchurian candidate about Raymond Shaw being, you know, the most honorable, best, bravest man that they ever met. And uh, this is a death cult. It's an anti-American death cult, completely insane. That's right. And Joe Biden is among the best presidents in the history of the country, according to the Los Angeles Times. And you'll be surprised to learn that, according to their experts, Donald Trump was the worst president in the history of the country. Not Jimmy Carter, not Joe Biden. Joe Biden may be the filthiest, dirtiest, most corrupt Worst president in the most corrupt, did I need to emphasize, most corrupt 
president in the history of the country. Um, maybe Barack Obama is the most corrupt. You know, the IRS against his political enemies and then the FBI against his political stealing presidential elections because they corrupt them using the apparatus of the federal government. But never mind that. And then CBS News uses far-left blog headlines to claim media watchdogs believe that Biden's age is overcovered and overstated as a problem. And they uh, they go to these uh, extremists, uh, left-wing rags, and they attack the media for the reporting the truth because nothing gets you in trouble like the truth with lefties. Amazing stuff. House delivered, the House of Representatives delivers blow to Biden's climate agenda. He's actually got an agenda on the climate. And we say that with a straight face because the left has, they have empowered themselves with with godlike authorities, godlike, they can control not just the weather, but the climate, because they're that powerful, that omnipotent. You remember Barack Obama said that when he was elected, that was the moment when the rise of the oceans began to slow. And Democrats believe it because they're tiny, paranoid little brains. They're crazy little brains. They're just nuts. Amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Many reproductive rights workers, they call them workers, are fed up with Biden. They want more abortions. Uh, also, they want more genocide in, uh, in, uh, in Israel because the Democrat Party, if you're Jewish and you're a Democrat, you should start wearing a Nazi armband to work every day because you're really dumb. You're really, really dumb. And why Rashida Tlaib's sister is trying to get voters to choose uncommitted over Joe Biden in the Michigan primary, the Democratic primary. And it turns out Rashida Tlaib, who hates the Jews like nobody's business, she also wants everybody to vote present too because she believes, and the jihadis in Michigan, and there are a lot of jihadis in Michigan, believe that you must kill the Jews. This is the 1930s all over again, and the Democrats are... Well, let's just say on the wrong side. Pretty amazing stuff. So I got a bunch of Rashida Tlaib stories because she's a, a danger to civilization and to democracy. You know, every day Republicans and Donald Trump are a threat to democracy. Who is it uh, talking about? Oh, Charlemagne, the misspelled God. He misspells the because illiteracy is a Democrat family value, especially for African-Americans. They want black people to misspell everything. And that's why movie titles and song titles and The God are misspelled because misspelling keeps it real, makes you hip, and it makes you illiterate and a moron and unemployable. But uh, never mind that. Yes, sir. Uh, And it turns out Kamala Harris, when she was attorney general, was being called on to investigate a a health sub... What what do they call it? Um, Health, um, you know, supplements, supplements. Uh, firm, and uh, and she declined, and then it turned out her husband was representing the firm that they wanted investigated. But that's okay when you're a Democrat, because we don't have a legitimate news media in America. If we did, that would be an issue. Uh, also, you may remember that the news media was hell-bent on removing Donald Trump from the Oval Office by way of the 25th Amendment to the Constitution. And they thought it was a really great idea because Trump, you know, Trump and our media, filthy media, they uh, they thought it was great uh, hundreds of times. They got to remove Trump, 25th Amendment. But now Joe Biden is in a coma in an iron lung in the bunker beneath the White House 
where they had to evacuate President Trump when the Democrats were attacking it like it was 1814, but never mind that. So I'll, I'll update you on that. And MAGA truckers, after the, uh, the, the Trump verdict in New York City on Friday, which was completely third world, it shouldn't have even been in English. But now truckers, you know, drivers of 18-wheelers, are saying that they will refuse to deliver loads to New York City after the Trump verdict. I see starvation coming. I think, well, you know, there's somebody that the bridges and tunnels may be blown in and out of Manhattan, and then no, no trucks, no deliveries, no food, and it's going to be become like Stalingrad in uh, New York City. Pretty amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And uh, on and on it goes. I'm telling you, we also have updates on the border. And lots of, uh, lots of border stories because the Democrats are trying everything they can to destroy the United States of America, and they're meeting with a lot of success. New York City is completely uh, underwater when it comes to illegal aliens, and it's going to bankrupt them. Chicago, same thing. The impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas, the Democrats want more of him because they're not on our side. Pretty amazing stuff. And illegal aliens, illegal aliens are invited to work at public universities and community colleges because Democrats are here to destroy everything. Just amazing. And uh, in San Francisco, it's okay if you're uh, a, well, let's just say a non-citizen, and you can serve on the Elections Commission. You're not legally entitled to vote, but you can be on the Elections Commission in San Francisco because they're disassembling everything. Everything is being disassembled. Uh, amazing stuff. And I've uh, barely hit on it, but President Trump, the ruling in New York, and President Trump has to pay hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to a corrupt gang of leftists who are racists and leftists and anti-American. And, uh, and I've got kind of a, a funny story, a funny idea for President Trump. He's got to pay hundreds of millions of dollars even though there was no aggrieved party, no bank complained, nobody, you know, says, hey, Trump didn't pay us on time. They made up stuff about the value of his property and they lied about it. The Democrats did. And then they fined him hundreds of millions of dollars and banned him from working in the city of New York for three years. They fined his children, his sons, and banned them from working. It's time for every business to pull out of New York City. We need to blow the bridges and tunnels in and out of Manhattan. It's uh, The Democrat Party is a, a foreign invading army in the United States of America. And they're doing all of the things that uh, like the, a communist takeover, a Chinese military takeover of the United States would look like. They're executing all of this. Amazing. And uh, Putin murdered his political enemy, Alexei Navalny, in a Siberian prison. And they've arrested at least 400 more Russians since then. The only problem I have with this is it doesn't sound any different than where we live now in the United States of America. Amazing stuff. One European speaks up on Trump's behalf. He might be killed. He might end up in a Russian prison, too. The left is running roughshod around the world, and the Democrat Party is the left. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. And in California now, black people are not the same as white people. Native American people are not the same as black people or white people. And this is by law. They've created new laws because they are racists. They always have been. They are the Confederate States of America, the KKK, Jim Crow, standing in schoolhouse doors. They are the Democrat Party. But they get to erase their history every morning when they wake up. Like the, um, you know, gender dysphoric, sexually perverted dementia cases that they are. Let's uh, let's go to the uh, telephones. I've got a lot for you today. I'm going to try to get to as much of it as I can. Let's go to Charlie calling from Sanford, Florida. Charlie, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Mr. Plant. Yes, sir. Great talking to you. Thank you for uh, taking my call. The reason why I called up, you were just mentioning the uh, Manchurian candidate, uh, the one that had... Um, uh, Frank Sinatra and Lawrence I, Harvey Frank and Angela Sinatra. Lansbury. Uh-huh. She was actually very pretty back then, Angela Lansbury. I was surprised. But um, <laughs> anyways, I uh, <laughs> the reason why I was calling was um, I did watch the movie, and um, it's so weird how they have these different international, it's like an international, it reminded me of 1984, um, that book, and uh, they had like the um, the the judge and jury that were all from different countries and um, how they had them brainwashed and they would just kind of just say a word and they would have um, their buddies that they went to war with and they would kill each other, just brainwashing them. And it just seems kind of crazy how um, maybe the CIA started that. Cause I heard back in world war two that a lot of the operatives came back to the United States well, you know, one of the, the a great uh, uh, slogan these days is make Orwell fiction again. Because what you're talking about is uh, Manchurian Ken and the rest is how this is all becoming reality. Ah, yes. Well, in California, uh, black people are not the same as white people. White people are not the same as black people. Native Americans are not the same as... Black people are white people because Democrats run California, and Democrats are the party of lynching people from trees with ropes. You know, and the Confederate States of America, they broke away and all that stuff. But, but listen to this. The, uh, the Los Angeles Times, this is pretty remarkable stuff. The Los Angeles Times headline is, Tribal leaders cite problems with California's feather alert feather alert for native people who go missing. And there's a picture of a a banner being put up with a missing person who's uh, from a Native American tribe. And if a person from a Native American tribe goes missing, then the uh, authorities in California, they put out a feather alert. Do they also have a dot alert, Michael? Because, you know, they're such racists, I just don't know. 
when UROC tribal member Danielle Ipina Vigil disappeared in San Francisco last summer. Her family requested that the state police issue a feather alert. That's a feather alert because, you know, uh, she's Native American and and feather because that's the, the thing about that. It's the feather alert because Native American person. And then just uh, late last year, the Democrats in California passed a new one called the Ebony Alert. The Ebony Alert. That's why Ebony and Ivory live together in perfect harmony side by side on my keyboard Oh, no, why can't we? Because, you know, the keyboard on my piano set such a good example. Let's just pretend that uh, this all makes sense to people. But there it is. They they uh, created a new one last year in California. Missing children, Ebony Alert, under new California law. You see, they got the new Ebony Alert, and they're very excited. New California law creates Ebony Alert to find missing black youth and women. And women, black youth, so that'd be boys and girls, and in California, a number of other genders as well. And women, but missing black men, there's no ebony alert for them because they're not included. Because Democrats are sexist and ageist in addition to being racist. And they have, now what happens if a, if uh, they have, you know, like if Joe Biden goes missing, which happens a lot, we have the silver alert, the silver alert. In fact, Joe Biden was in Delaware at the beach over the weekend, and he's just getting aboard Marine One, and he's getting ready to head back to the White House because, amazingly, he's the president of the United States. But, you know, we issue silver alerts for him quite often. He goes wandering off, and his mouth is hanging open, and his arms aren't swinging, and he bumps into things because he's not there. That's another song, a variation. You know, it's she's not there, but... So Ebony Alert issued for missing Oakley teen girl, and she's African-American and she went missing, so they have a black missing girl alert, but not for white missing girls. And then they have the feather alert, okay, because if Native Americans, but not a dot alert. And there it is, the Ebony Alert, K-R-O-N, San Francisco, Cron. And Ebony Alert has been issued for a missing 17-year-old girl. you got to say black girl. It's an Ebony Alert. Last seen in Oakley, California, the Highway Patrol announced on Saturday, uh, on X Arya morning, was last seen 9.44 p.m. on Thursday. Her first name is X, the letter. Her uh, second name is Arya, A-R-I-Y-A-H, and her last name is Morning. So she went dis- she went missing and uh, from Oakley, California, and they put out an ebony alert, an ebony alert. Why would you not just put out like a missing persons alert? Why would you racially divide missing persons? And the only possible answer is because they're racists. See, that's the thing about them is that they're terribly racist. Missing children ebony alerts under California law and uh, amazing, amazing stuff, I'm telling you. And then two days ago, Ebony Alert issued for Mizan Dered's Oman, missing 16-year-old girl in San Francisco, and she's a, a person of color, person of color as well. And so they have a different missing person system depending on your race because the Democrats, and then they abort 40% of the black population year after year. 
But never mind that. That's just crazy. Speaking of missing things, there was another crazy missing uh, thing story over the weekend. Paul McCartney uh, had a guitar stolen from him 50 years ago. 50 years ago, a left-handed bass guitar. And he just had it returned to him after more than 50 years. See? Did they put out a uh, wooden alert? Did they put out a wooden alert on that? Because they probably should have. Paul McCartney, CBS Fake News. Paul McCartney's long-lost Hofner bass guitar returned after more than 50 years. Police would only say that a liberal stole it. Paul McCartney has been reunited with the original Hofner bass guitar that he bought in the early 1960s that was stolen in the 1970s. The former Beatles member confirmed. Pretty amazing stuff. Following the launch of last year's Lost Bass Project. Started Lost Bass Project. Paul's 1961 Hofner 500 bass guitar, which was stolen in 1972, has been returned. Read a brief statement on Paul McCartney's website. He's got a website. The guitar has been authenticated by Hofner, and Paul is incredibly grateful to all those involved. Well, not to the people stealing it and keeping it for 50 years, perhaps, but maybe to whoever it was that returned it. McCartney bought the guitar, a left-handed Hofner 500 violin bass, in Hamburg, Germany in 1961. It was his primary instrument throughout the early years of the Beatles run at Hamburg's Top Ten Clubs, Liverpool and the Cavern Club, famous uh, Beatles stuff, and on early Beatles recordings uh, until it became his backup guitar when he got a new Hofner in 1963. But someone absconded with it. Bass went missing years later, and in nine, and, and, and rather in 2023, uh, three lifelong Beatles fans set out to get it back to where it once belonged. See, that's a Get Back JoJo. That's a Beatles uh, reference. So that's actually kind of a fun story. And these people uh, put up the bat signal uh, to try to get Paul McCartney's stolen guitar back from stolen 1972, 51, 52 years ago. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, 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 telling you, that's the thing. And he used it on all kinds of big time, uh, you know, uh, let it be and get back and, and all kinds of good stuff. So uh, that's, uh, that's kind of a fun story, isn't it? 50 years later, you never know what's going to happen. Absolutely crazy. Now, um, Vladimir Putin is a communist and he's a murderer because all communists are murderers. That's the thing about communists. They love murdering people and throwing people in prison and and things like that. And um, when they murdered him, he was in prison. He had been sent to prison for 19 years on the charge of extremism. Keep in mind that Joe Biden and the Democrats and the media call 85 million Americans extremists because they might vote for Trump instead of the brain-dead jellyfish who currently occupies the White House almost inexplicably. But the uh, Russian people came out to protest over the weekend, and 400 Russian people have been detained, that is to say thrown into jail by Putin as the country mourns the death of Alexei Navalny, the lead opposition um, uh, opponent of Vladimir Putin. And they put him in prison for 19 years for what they called extremism, right? Right. And that's, and that's okay. And in America, 
Um, our media is just is just awful. Now, more than 400 people de- detained in Russia while paying tribute to opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who died at a remote Arctic penal colony. Sure. Why do you think they call it that? A prominent rights group reported. And the sudden death, I li- this is one of my favorite things about, is that the Russians put out a statement, and they're commies, you know, with that, how commies are. And the commies put out a statement saying that Navalny died from, quote, sudden death syndrome. Sudden death syndrome. Apparently in Russia, it's a syndrome that you can die quite suddenly. And that's what happened to the 47-year-old Navalny. He was murdered by the commie. And uh, the commie's name is Vladimir Putin. That's how that goes. Now, sudden death syndrome is a very, it's a big problem in a lot of places, not just, not just in Russia. In fact, you know, in Chicago, a lot of people are dying of sudden death syndrome these days because Democrats are going out and shooting them to death. And that leads to all kinds of sudden death in Chicago. The headline from CBS News in, in Chicago, one killed, seven hurt in shootings across Chicago during holiday weekend. But it, this is day three of the holiday weekend. The holiday weekend's really not over yet. And it, it's cold in Chicago this time of year, so not quite as many as usual. But the, uh, the shootings in Chicago qualify, I think, as sudden death as well, and in Washington, D.C., and in Baltimore. And let's face it, any place where Democrats are going around shooting people, because Democrats go around shooting a lot of people. But the, uh, the, the claim that he died from sudden death syndrome is almost like a satire. It's, it's, it's uh, as my friend Randy said, it's like a Babylon B headline. Yeah, he died from, well, hey, how did uh, Navalny die? Oh, he died coming at the workers. Navalny died from sudden death syndrome. Sudden death syndrome? Da, da, comrade workers. It is the sudden death. It is a syndrome. It is bad. It's not good for the sudden death syndrome. Just amazing stuff. And your Democrat Party, they want sudden, sudden death syndrome for Israel, don't they? The Democrat Party. Certainly Rashida Tlaib does. Amazing. Uh, speaking of Democrats, I got another Democrat story here. This one out of New York, New York. It's the city that never sweeps. And they're being overrun by illegal aliens and Democrats who uh, all seem to be suffering from one form or more than one form of mental illness, often having to do with gender dysphoria. But that's not all. Here's one from the New York Post. St. Patrick's Cathedral, the great cathedral in Manhattan, New York City, um, I have, uh, I've been there many, uh, the first wedding I ever went to was St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. And uh, here's a kind of a strange story. It was the first wedding I ever went to was my mother's wedding. <laughs> what? How can that be? Um, well, it's kind of a, that's a long story. But, you know, my father died when I was five months old and my mother was widowed at the age of 32 with four boys under the age of five years old. When I was then five years old, so uh, about five years later, my mother remarried, remarried Bill Plant. My father, Jules Orteg, died when I was five months old. And when my mother remarried, they, they married in St. Patrick's Cathedral, as I expect everyone would. And uh, so my first wedding, I still remember it well, actually, I was five years old going in. Um, we ran into Ed Sullivan. We ran into Ed Sullivan, St. Patrick's Cathedral. And uh, first wedding I ever went to was my mother's wedding. 
which is kind of a strange line, and uh, but true nonetheless. And it was at St. Pat's Cathedral in New York City. Now, I have an update. St. Patrick's, enough about me. St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City says it was tricked into hosting a sacrilegious transgender activist's wild funeral. Not a wedding, but they wanted to desecrate St. Patrick's for the funeral of a transgender. St. Patrick's Cathedral said it was duped into hosting a sacrilegious funeral for a transgender activist on Thursday, which left the church brass outraged after she, meaning he, was eulogized as St. Cecilia, mother of all whores. Mother of all whores. A lot of Democrats lay claim to that mantle, though. More than 1,000 mourners, many of whom were transgender or clad in flashy outfits, packed into the iconic cathedral to celebrate the life of Cecilia Gentili, a high-profile activist who advocated for the transgender community, sex workers, that means prostitutes, and HIV-AIDS patients, the New York Times reported gleefully. Many of the attendees donned miniskirts and fishnet stockings. Others uh, wore halter tops and high heels. You know, they're hairy-chested men pretending to be women. Sometimes rowdy service that reportedly had dancing in the aisles, calls for easier gender transition care from the pulpit from one of Gentile's friends. And there was a lot of cursing and and, uh, near the altar cards surrounded the photo of Gentile with a halo over her head, meaning his head, with the word transvestite, whore, blessed, and mother above the uh, 25th Psalm, according to the New York Times. So uh, Democrats, and and they apparently lied to the people at St. Patrick's Cathedral, and then they went in and they held their, their little carnival, and there was lots of cursing and a lot of mental illness because, you know, the Democrats, the Democrats are... I like that. They're contemptuous of God, but they love genocide. Genocide they love. They're pro-genocide. Amazing. Uh, 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 uh. Thanks to so many of us who have let you know that you share our outrage over the scandalous, sacrilegious behavior at a funeral here, St. Patrick's Cathedral, earlier this week. You know, you're Democrats. They aren't well, are they? What happened to them? They used to be much more normal, not so long ago. Then something went terribly wrong. We're going to need to build some really big mental institutions. Bam, 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 bam. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm a little slow out of the gate today, I think. Long weekend. It was a good weekend. But um, perhaps we should take one more call, wrap up the hour uh, by uh, what would Jen Psaki do? She'd circle back. She'd circle back. Let's go to Harry calling from Warrenton, Virginia. Oh, Harry, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hiya, Chris. So I wanted to relay a story that I was reminded of the Paul McCartney bass. So Many years ago, Joan Baez had a coveted Martin guitar. This is a style 45 guitar from before World War II. I believe it was a, a single O or double O 45, uh, very heavily adorned with abalone and so forth. Um, beautiful parlor-sized guitar. So 
Joan Baez had this guitar for many years and, and sang many very popular songs on it. One day she takes it into the Martin Guitar Factory for repairs, where the repairman, and I'm going off memory here, I'm in the car, the repairman said, uh, looks inside the sound hole of the guitar with a mirror to inspect it and finds the words, too bad you're a communist, on the inside of Joan Baez's guitar. <laughs> she believes that at some point, at some point, uh, somebody didn't like her politics and repaired the guitar and, and made that inscription. And then a little icing on the cake, when Martin remade the guitar, some years later, it was in the late 90s or something, early 2000s, they actually included that same inscription in the, uh, in the, <laughs> the artist edition of the guitar. So I thought you'd enjoy that story. You, you remember the story perfectly. Now, Jeff told me what you were calling in about. Jeff is on the phones today, screening calls. And Jeff told yeah. me where you're coming. I said, no, is that right? And I just looked it up, and you told the story perfectly. That's exactly right. Yeah, um, yeah you got yeah. the guitar right, yeah. uh, the Martin, uh, you know, uh, 1929 guitar in 045. And, and uh, she bought it in 1962, and somewhere along the line, somebody put, too bad you're a communist inside. And you're right, she had a new one made, and they, uh, you know, as a courtesy to her, Put too bad you're a communist on the inside of that new guitar too. That is an amazing story. Well, unlike the left of today, at least she admits it, right? Right, exactly. And and she uh, tells the story herself and thinks it's kind of a funny story. And yeah, she's a huge lefty. You know, it's it's easy to be a lefty when you're a millionaire in America and you have all the rights that uh, you can have, and uh, you fly private and. All your friends have, including you, have oceanfront estates. It's different being a commie in the United States. Look at Al Charlatan. Look at look at Bernie Sanders. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.